You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello! Hi! Wait a minute, what the fuck are you wearing? Me? I'm wearing a tie. I'm wearing my Schrodinger's cat walks into a bar and doesn't. It's a nerd shirt. You're a lazy, lazy producer. I didn't know this was like dress-up time. Well, you you should. Um, Okay, listeners at home, if any of you are producers, get in touch. Um, Hi, (laughs) how are you? Are you talking to me? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm still in quarantine. Yeah, me too. Day 21, baby. Hi, friends at home. It's Josh Lehman and... Alan Seals, producer. Producer, co-producer of Josh Swallows Broadway. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in again. We're so excited to have our show tonight with Christopher Sieber, Jennifer Samard, and Claiborne Elder um, from the incredible uh, new Broadway revival of Company, or as I'm calling it right now, Pauseway. Because <laughs> right now it's just on pause. It's, we're coming back, but in the Pauseway revival right now, um, soon to be Broadway revival, um, and thank you all so much for being here with us. Uh, we are doing this twice a week, every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern and Saturday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, please join us. You can also watch these videos after on YouTube, and um, you'll be able to listen to them, I believe. And also, right now, live on uh, the Broadway Podcast Network, uh, bpn.fm slash JSB, Josh Swallows Broadway, you can hear the final episode of season one of Josh Josh Josh? Swallows Broadway. Take it again. We're not live. Shut up. Um, Shut up. Uh, (laughs) With Beth Level, with my angel Beth Level. And uh, next week it'll be live wherever you get your podcast, but you can listen to it now if you want. And then also, um, please join us at our Patreon which is patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. We um, are doing this right now instead of season two, but you can help keep us afloat with just $3 a month. And also for, uh, you know, other, other uh, tiers, we can have like, Skype calls and lots of fun, fun, fun things. Right, I like, Alan? I like how you did this for other tears. Other tears. <laughs> With jazz hands. Leave me alone. I got dressed up today. I haven't done that in a long time. Okay. Now, without further ado, I would like, oh, wait, what is this? Clifford Hopkins is excited for the episode. Me too. I'm shaking my boobies. And now... Do 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 do. Doreen Sim Company. Chris Siebert and Sam Art Clay Elder Company. Lead them in Alan Seals or else I'll fire you. It's the cast of Company. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. What's going on, everyone? We're just lounging oh around, being fabulous all the time. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. We have, you know, Chris and Jen and their normal quarantine gear. And Claiborne's the He's like our rustic, rustic sheet. Well, Clay, I've been noticing that you're just like building shit at home. Yeah, I'm sublimating my boredom with projects. But you can build things. Yeah, my dad was a contractor, is a contractor, so I build stuff. I so he made stuff. you a slave when you were a child? That is correct, actually. Yeah. He was like, get out of here, Clay. Stop singing your dance songs and build a house. Uh-huh. Huh. So I learned how to build stuff. So now you I'm building. pretty perfect, though. I was texting Claiborne. Uh, and all this, and he's amazing. He's building stuff. And, and at the same I'm like, what are you doing today? Oh, I just made butter. <laughs> and I'm like, wow! I, you know, I cut my toenails. Good. Good. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm, like, you made butter too? Did you live on like a little house in the prairie, like, 
yeah, like well, experience. I was, raised, I was raised Mormon, and my mom was the my mom like taught the young women's group, and so I learned how to like sew and cook from her, and then I went to scout camp and did like scout things. Your parents would have hated me. <laughs> my, my parents hate me. I'm a, it's obnoxious. I I just don't wow. sit still. Your parents would have literally hated me. It'd be like I got my goth badge and my clothes badge. <laughs> my goth badge. Clothes badge. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom would be like, "Did you clean your room?" and I'd be like, "Yes." And now may I go to the ball? <laughs> I would say that I got stuff. my smoking badge yesterday. You should yesterday. be proud of me, mom. Mother. Would you like another carton of camels? <laughs> I know. Well, no, by the time I was a teenager, it was no longer mom. It was mother. Oh wow. Did you yeah. ever call your did you ever call her by her first name? Like that's I, a, you're not allowed to do Carol. that. Oh, I did, but oh, even wow. worse. Oh yeah. Her name is Evelyn, and I would say, hello, Evelyn. Oh. <laughs> How am I alive? <laughs> I would have killed me. Well, thank God. And I would have covered it up. The only people that would have asked questions were my high school theater guild. They would have been like, where the fuck is Josh? We got to do a production of The Nerd. He's, he's Tevin next week. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jen, tell me about this outfit. You Now, you wore this to your final callback for company. I yes, did. did. I was I there. Did. I was there. I, yeah. I just, I think it's important to really make a choice and let the director tell you if it's wrong. And cl clearly it's right. Clearly it was. Right. I found she it when part. I, she got the part. Well, mm -hmm. I loved how they took your characters really into the S and M circus world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. They did. And it's a whole new take. Yeah. And you're going to have to come back and see it. Yeah. Harry well, and Sarah are into mm -hmm. some weird shit. Weird, yeah. Weird well, stuff. British. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking with Kat, Rena Lank, mm -hmm. and, um, <laughs> you know, Boo. we were just really exploring about that scene that happens mm -hmm. in April on the moon. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. And it just, it really moves the piece forward. Mm -hmm. um, now, Chris, when your yes. husband said, if you don't grow out your hair and bleach it, I'm leaving... Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? Because well, for, well, first of all, my hair grows very fast, as you can see. Yes, and um, I had to do something with it. Um, but I, uh, you know, we don't have a barber, so um, I just uh, bought a box at Dwayne Reed and threw a box up in there and did some streaks and tips, and I think it looks good. You know, it's in Jersey. I'm in Jersey, so it's kind of a little Bon Jovi, you know, mm -hmm. kind of late '80s rock band. You know, I got I got a message. Um, uh, I'm going to sing some songs to you, but it's going to mean something. Yeah, that's what I want. Plus, I'm just lounging. This is my smoking jacket, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't Patty give that to you? Yeah, she gave this to me. She yeah. was like, you're smoking. Yeah. You should wear a jacket. Yeah. You'll get you a cold. Wear a jacket. And this was stolen from the set of Sunset Boulevard in London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. No, I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you. I really miss you all. I miss you, everybody. I mean, I mean, I miss the world. I mean, uh, you go outside, you know, we're out in the country, but, you know, even so, you can't, you, you can go outside, but then, what are you going to do, you know? Um, I went to the grocery store today, and I, I went through uh, four pair of nitrile gloves. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was yeah. terrifying being in the grocery store. And out here in Jersey, the, the aisles are wider, but still people just don't pay attention to the six-foot, you know, thing. And so I'm, I'm literally going around, literally around the other end of the aisle um, as people are, you know, just kind of puttering around. I'm like, guys, you, you, I can't be in the same aisle as you. So either you have to back up or I have to back up, but we can't do this. So, And uh, it took me longer to the grocery shop because I was just, like, avoiding people. Yeah. But we're I, we, we understand choreography, right? You're like... You go yeah. there, you move there. Yeah. yeah, but you don't have a dance captain in the supermarket to come no, up to and be no. like, that track like was by the almond milk, and I need to yeah. be by the almond milk at this part. And yeah, they don't have numbers seven, on the floor, so you can't. No, there. I don't know where's center. Okay. I can't. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I know it's their first time on and that it's their debut, and I'm happy for them. I am I I like them. And you can't even shove with love. You just be like, oh, I love you. 
No, no, because you'll no. die. Nailed <laughs> it. Our my son, who is two, um, is like best friends with our neighbor, who's this woman, and she came over today to the yard just to kind of visit us from a distance. And my son ran up to her to try to give her a hug, and we had to. And I'm sure it was pretty traumatic because we were like, "No!" Like grabbed him, kind of, and pulled him away, and he got really sad and didn't understand oh, why he wasn't allowed to touch anyone. It was very oh, sad. I had a similar had a thing with my neighbors. Uh, they have uh, two little boys and a little girl, and our doors just had to happen to open at the same time. And they were so excited, and they wanted to like come over and play Game Station. And it was just so horribly, sadly awkward. And like the, the I knew the oldest one knew. Like he was kind of like holding his little brother and little sister back, but. You know, it was just weird. Sorry, I, don't bring us. I'm sorry, I totally brought us down. No, but here's what you no, need. No, we're we're so we need to talk about it. You need to sit the children down, and you need to just calmly say it's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's it. She that's, hates you now. Well, that's you what are I a did. Bad person, my child. Yeah, um, and I think it's it's actually why we wanted to have you on the show tonight. Mm -hmm. um, the three of us want to tell your child in person. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Clay. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? As a surprise. That's what you call a quick change. That was a quick change. Were As you underdressed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were underdressed. You were ready. How dare you, Clay? How dare you? Well, Chris actually agreed to sing us a song from the yes. musical he's been writing, which is called uh, Drake O, which is a new musical from Draco's perspective. Right, right. Ready? Give us a beat. Bum, 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 bum. Some people think I'm Draco, but I'm not really Draco. I'm just that guy who's kind of a flaco. Don't put in my butt because I wouldn't want to think, and I don't want to bang because I think I think I bang. <laughs> just like my lyrics from the prom. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Very good. Chris had this amazing uh, moment in the prom <laughs> where he <laughs> where he it went was up. always me. It was always me. <laughs> I have. And this I was always a rock. I was always a rock and, until I wasn't. And when I when I did it when I when I screwed up it was a it was a, it was an amazing screw up. Well, Chris would be supposed to sing like, "Let us accept one another, lesbian or bi," and instead it would be "Accept one another." Bow, ba, bow, ba, bow. <laughs> Or he'd get brave and want to do an alternate note. Like a high, oh, I heard the awful. story. He really went. Oh, he took the. He yeah. it up, and then what happened? Um, the thing is, make rainbow dreams come true. That's what it was, and I was feeling confident that day. Although we had done a photo shoot earlier in the day, and we were all tired and exhausted, except that I was feeling very confident. And it's like, make rainbow dreams come true. Rainbow dreams come. <laughs> you have it? You had it. I couldn't hear it. It came on so fast. Rainbow dreams come true. <laughs> Strong and wrong. True. True. For the rest of the show, though, none of us could get through the performance because we were all just giggling the entire time we, we we would we would be fine and then we would remember what i did and we would just like the top of two was just hilarious well there was a day for me where like i was supposed to say it makes her look like the victim but for whatever reason i stumbled on the words and i went makes her look like a victim like a victim and then every fucking person, like Brooks, Chris, Beth, whenever they had a line, they'd look at me and they'd go like, hey. <laughs> we were so supportive of each other. It was so good. It was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Jennifer, what are some of your favorite, like, onstage mishaps? Oh, well, I, 
I was doing an off-Broadway show a very long time ago called I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change with uh, my dear friend Rob Bersnowski and my other dear friend, Mr. Danny Burstein. And in this uh, scene, I'm supposed to hold this gold phone right down center stage. And I'm supposed to say, Ken, you're calling again just to say hi. He's needy. And the two guys supposed to march in, pick me up, and put my butt right on their shoulders. Well, this one night, I went, Ken, you're calling again just to say hi? A little gas. And he's needy. And all of us realized at the same time they had to march in and they were like, Ugh. <laughs> put my butt right there and just shaking. Just shaking Danny Bursting, shaking Robert. <laughs> like the, the lights hadn't even gone yet. They were like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> that's one of them. Um, Clay, we're going to get to yours, but, um, my friend did Fiddler on the Roof a million years ago with like Lanny Kazan or something as, uh, or some, somebody like that as Fruma Sarah, but they were a little intoxicated and they were being lifted up in the, in the trap door and they were told a joke and they laughed so hard they started peeing themselves as the trap was going up and like so pee was everywhere and she lost all the words and she was like ah blah blah and the entire ensemble in unison went chicky blah blah <laughs> Clay, tell us, tell us something. Um, so I, I was doing a regional production of My Fair Lady at this place called the Tuacon Amphitheater in oh, Southern Utah. It looks so it, beautiful there. It is beautiful. It's this huge. It's like twenty two thousand seat amphitheater pushed up against a red rock wall, and they. And they have so much space, they sort of don't know what to do with it always. So they like throw a lot of money and weird things at it. So we were doing this production of My Fair Lady and during the Ascot horse race, they had seven horseback riders, like jockeys, ride on horses at the back of the stage. And we would all like watch them, you know. And right after that is Street Where You Live and I was playing Freddie and so the Ascot horse race happens one night and one of the riders got bucked off onto the ground, was like lying, holding her ribs. But because the stage is so enormous, I couldn't see anything. So I just turned around and started singing. I went through the whole song and the whole audience is like, oh, oh, oh. and the stage manager didn't call it. She let me sing the whole number before stopping the show to be like, there's an emergency. We have to stop the show to get an ambulance. <laughs> like this jockey like is crawling, dragging herself along the ground, trying to get off stage. And I'm like, oh, fake British accent, song, song. <laughs> While somebody's dying. Yeah. And she was fine, but she really hurt herself. Like an ambulance did have to come and pull her off. <laughs> she was just laying on the ground the whole time I was singing. What a song to sing, though, at that moment. I don't know <laughs> what I would have done. Maybe, like, use them as a prop. Like, go to them and sing to them. Like, they're just a down-and-out bloke. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the street where you, know, you live. <laughs> hey there, governor. Here's a pence for your pain. Did you see that lovely lady at the race that you died in? I know you've already talked to Christopher, but Christopher, the, the blood pack story you told me from Into the Woods is pretty delicious. Oh, that thing. Um, oh, that yeah, the, thing. The, no, that, no, it was, it was, uh, so we were out of town. No, we were on Broadway. Uh, we we're doing the a revival of Into the Woods um, at the Broadhurst Theater with Vanessa Williams. And I was Rapunzel's prince. And uh, Greg Edelman, the, the amazing Greg Edelman, was Cinderella's prince. And we were in previews. And uh, there's a reason that you should pay attention always when you're an understudy because uh, you never know when you're going to go on. So when you're you know that you're an understudy, Rapunzel's Prince automatically understudies Cinderella's Prince. So um, I paid attention 
And um, I knew, plus it's my favorite show in the world. So I know all the parts and I know all the lyrics. And um, so uh, we were in pre previews on Broadway after the Amundsen in New York or in, in Los Angeles. And uh, so about a week and a half into our previews, Greg Edelman during the wolf thing, hello, little girl, he twists his back going, Arr! and we're, there were two wolves. So there were wolf brothers and prince brothers. And he turned his back and he twisted it and he had to crawl off stage and he couldn't walk. So Beverly Randolph was our stage manager. And uh, I have not had any rehearsal at this point oh, at no. all. And, um, but I've, I'm, I was fine because I paid attention and I was ready and I know every lyric, I know every word is fine. It's great. Um, it gets to the part of act at the end of, and I'm kicking ass by the way, kicking ass and uh, amazing. And so it gets to, uh, the part where the evil stepsisters, uh, tear off their toes and their, their heels so they can fit in the shoe and there's blood in the shoe and Cinderella's prince dumps out the shoe and there's blood in it. And then the audience goes, ew, well, um, had I had rehearsal, I would have known. And it's a simple trick. There's a bag of blood on your back and there's a hose that runs down your arm. There's a little pump squeeze. And had I had any rehearsal, I would have known to squeeze it once, not 25 times. Because when you squeeze it 25 times, it doesn't stop. It's so much pressure behind it. It starts spurting like you opened a vein in your arm and it goes 25 feet into the audience and won't stop. And I'm spraying the cast with blood. And and it's just, everybody's bloody. Everybody, it's Paul Gemignani, who is our, our musical director, is in the pit. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I just don't know what to do. I, I, it won't stop. And I'm like, and it makes it worse. It's going into the audience. Uh, Milky White's like pale pink. Um, it, it's like everybody's bloody. Um, my younger brother, Mark, was uh, in the audience and it was he was seeing me in my his first Broadway show and it was me in it. And, and he, I hear him yell, this is awesome. And, um, and then Laura Benanti has to come on stage and she has no idea what just happened. But she comes out on stage and looking at me and looking at the entire cast, the cast is covered with blood. And then I have to put her on this horse and it just smears this horse, this this like oh. plastic fiberglass horse that we ride oh. on. And that was that was awesome. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. That's that's good. Oh my god! Now, um, you're I've been huge fans of yours for like all of yours for so long. Yes, the trifecta here. Um, Jen, I want to start with you. Like, I followed your career for a long time, and then when I got to see you become like the Broadway household name during disaster. What was that like in the sense of like Twitter petitions for you to perform your number on the Tony awards? Yeah. And it was so well fucking deserved. And it is one of, you know, like for, for those of us that like comedy is what gets us through the day. Like, that was one of the most incredible performances that is like that part forever has a blueprint on how you make that work. People can have their own interpretations, but it's like the, uh, the original into the woods, uh, PBS film. Oh, hi cat. Or like the, the Sunday in the park. It's like, yes, everybody will be brilliant at it, but there is certainly something that, you know, like Carol Burnett and Hannigan. Everybody can be Hannigan, but Carol Burnett did something like like with you. Oh, thank you. I was a it was a really special time. I think um, you know it's so rare for any actor to have that moment of syzygy where it's the right time, the right part, matching the right you know person, and it was just a good fit. And I was so lucky that it was a role that was written by my friends that I've known as long as I've known Christopher. Um, Seth Rudetsky and Jack Plotnick wrote this great role. And, um, you know, it was just a really, it was a really good fit. And as far as the, all the lovely things that happened and campaigning, I think, and, uh, and just that, that was all such a surprise. And it was, uh, I don't think you'll meet any actor who doesn't want to be respected by their peers and their community first and foremost. And so it just felt like, I hope I can be as generous and have been as generous to other people when they have nice things happen in their life, because it really was just, a, it was just a nice time. And I, I felt, I felt a lot of love and support from my community, my inner circle. And um, that's just something that I, I really, I feel 
like I'll, that'll, I'll always take that with me. And yeah, it was really, so thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm mostly grateful to have had that and, and, and that it's led to other things that I get to work with my friends again and in company. And we certainly can't wait to show everyone this magical show we've created. Cause it's good. So Neither I can't can wait. I, I can't wait. Um, we, Jennifer saw, Samard, we, we were so cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, we, we Josh, Josh, we've been we've been uh, lucky uh, because we have the Zoom and uh, we've been doing rehearsals every week where we all get together and we uh, well the first first of all the funny part was we tried to sing uh, the opening number Bobby 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 it's impossible yeah, absolutely impossible. impossible because everybody's internet speeds are different and we just started giggling and laughing so we just do. Um, uh, but it's nice. It, the bottom line is it's just nice to see everybody. And we wanted to, you know, we wanted to rehearse just so we keep in our bodies and keep in our minds and everything. But it's just the greatest thing to see everybody. Um, and I think tomorrow we're going to have a, just, we're not going to rehearse. We're just going to have a cocktail reception. Everybody just hanging out and like, Hey, yeah. how are you? you know, check, so. check in. Yeah. The, the hair yeah. revival company, we have zoom parties every week. Um, and it's been, Incredible, because, you know, we have good days and we have bad days. And when yeah. people are having bad days and don't want to participate, the like the texts that come in for those people, it's um, it's been inspiring. And um, Clay, speaking of inspiring, you know, like I know that I remember your performance in Roadshow. Uh, Roadshow is one of my favorite pieces. Um uh, and your performance as Holly was so heartbreaking watching those men do what they did to that kid. And your performance was so incredible. And, you know, we've known each other for years. And to see great things happen to great people, like I've watched it with the three of you, is very powerful. Um, what is it like getting to return not just to Broadway, but in a fucking Sondheim show. What the fuck? Like you three are in a Sondheim show on Broadway. I'm calling it pause way right now, <laughs> but you will be coming back. Cause Broadway, my friends at home, things are scary right now and things are paused, but we're coming back bitches. Yeah, we are. It might not be now. But we're coming back, bitches. And companies, the first fucking do. show we I'm seeing. Have. Yeah. Yeah. So the three of you, company, Broadway, Sondheim, come on. You know what? It was crazy. Uh, I was talking about those uh, rehearsals that we had. And the coolest thing is uh, they allowed us to see some of the rehearsal footage they, you know, they took during our previews. Um we have never seen what we have been doing, uh, especially on this set with these costumes and the lighting. Um, and to be able to watch their vision now that now that we know what it is, it, we're like, oh, well, that's what you were doing the entire time. I wish you would have told us <laughs> because it, it, it was so like, oh, my God, that looks so cool. The, the process of getting us there. We wanted to strangle our choreographer. We wanted to, it was almost a mutiny at one point. Liam Steele? Um, Liam Steele, who's lovely and he's so sweet. He's so kind, so wonderful, but he was- I did Into almost, the Woods with him in the park. Well, Chip he, Zion yeah. almost died of a heart he, attack. He's, <laughs> he's wonderful. He's so good, but he was asking us to do things and we're not dancers. We're not dancers. And so he was asking us to do th these things and we're like, okay, we will. And we all said, yes, of course. We're all always going to do it. We're going to do it. But- um, we didn't know what the hell it was. And mm -hmm. so, and there was a communication gap where we didn't know what it was. And, but now that we see it, it actually is like, Oh, well, that's what it is. Why don't you just say so? But we saw it and I was just a bit, we looked amazing. Yeah. He's kind of a genius, isn't he? Liam? Yeah. No, he's, he's amazing. Brilliant. You genius. Um, so, Liam, Jared. Like, I remember Into the Woods, everything was fucking choreographed. It was like, oh, yeah. and watching, because nobody went through a dance call, like watching no, all these old lady equities, including myself, trying yeah. to dance and all these meltdowns happening. Oh, that's it got to us. the point <laughs> where, like, I think uh, 
Oh, I forget her name. She was in Roadshow. Christine Zabornik. Christine Zabornik. By the time her her. meltdown came, everybody was just laughing at her because we had all been through our meltdowns. Uh And it was like, oh, ha, 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 ha. You know, get over it. You'll be fine. Oh, Chris. Oh, my God. You're my <laughs> hero. I I still I still play Scott. Yes. You've got wings. Except and everything. I'm a, except, I'm a, except I'm a pilot. You just have this? I'm you gay. A, you do play. a lot of role play. Is there something weird we need to know about going on? I don't know if it's weird, but I'm actually really into Ooh. it, Clay. <laughs> I'm like the bad boy that went oh. up to the cockpit. Excuse Pilot, me, there you go. Excuse me, Mr. Pilot. It's just you Can and I me on this the plane. cockpit. No, we call it a flight deck now because people giggle too much when we called it. What if I told you there's a terrorist inside my bottom, sir? And the only well, way to get him out is a good in. hard fist. Oh no! I just had fisting on my show. Oh my god. But I mean, it's not called Josh Smith Broadway. Oh no! Hey, Patty's not on the show, but if she was, she would like that joke. She would. (laughs) She would. She'd be like, "I do fisting in my closet, in my basement." Oh. Oh. You want me to put on Christopher? You want me to put on the other stuff? No. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I we do. What's the other play. stuff? Do we need to have a safe What's word? Not, or? Not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not as interesting as this. <laughs> Clay, what's your safe word? Grapefruit. Oh, really? Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Mine has always <laughs> been Brexit. Great for Brexit. Brexit. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Mine is. Is that all you got? <laughs> oh, oh, that's quite a. Is that all you got? Wait, what? Are you sure, babe? It's a cross message thing, but it, you know, it keeps the energy going at least. What if it was like, it's time to dance? <laughs> that's mixed messages. How about now, Grandma, I Grandma. I got the memo we were supposed to be drinking. Am I the only one drinking? Oh, I am drinking. Okay. You know what I can do? What I can do right now. I can make you. Um, let me. I'll give you here. Okay. I'll, I'll give a little. Wait, Chris, are you tutorial. on the island? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so. Yeah, ladies and just, gentlemen just... at home, Chris and his beautiful husband and dog Bacon mm-hmm. live on an island, their own well, during, private well, island. During this, during during the summer. Okay, I'm going to try and make this happen for everybody. So summer. hold on one second. But this is going to be. I'm going to make you a. Um, um, it's kind of a Cosmo quarantini. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So let me get the ingredients up here. Wait, wait, wait. I have the ingredients here. So what you need is some absolute citron. Okay. You need you need a little light uh, cranberry because you don't want to overdo it. You know. Oh, no, you know, pilot season's year round, according and, to and, all my friends making self tapes. <laughs> just a little triple sack. Then what you want to do is you want to get some limes. Oh, let me see here. There are some limes. Wow. And right here, this is emergency. It doesn't. It looks like I yeah, know it looks like cocaine, but it's not. It's emergency, actually. I know but, it looks like a cocaine, but yeah. it's actually no, K, okay. so it's okay. It makes it not as It makes, you, dance it be makes right you thin, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what you want to do? That was my. Oh, here we go. I have a, I have a chilled glass already. It's a martini glass, and I have a shaker filled with ice already that's been prepped before. So what you do? Is you take some of your absolute and you pour it in the thing and you kind of stir it around. I know. My show has loves his vodka. He does. And then you take some <laughs> triple sec like that. Yeah. And you go like, I want some triple That's about enough. And then you take the cranberry. Go, oh my God. That's mostly for color. I like to add just a splash of water. Just to, you know. To hydrate. You know, to hydrate. <laughs> Hydrate you know? or dihydrate. So, here we go. So that's that's that part. So now, what you want to do is you want to take your lime right oh. here and take it on the edge of the glass. Oh. There we go. You put oh. that there, like okay. that. Now you put it on the plate of emergency uh, and line okay. the rim. Mm-hmm. Line the rim, mm-hmm. Josh. You know how to line the rim. 
Yes, sir. I do, sir. There you sir. go. There you go. Okay, there pig. we go. You shake this up. <laughs> pig. I'm a piggy. <laughs> Whoa! There we go. And look at this. This is... Look at that color. Ooh, look at that color. Ooh. Look at that. And a perfect pour, just like that, for my bartending days. And you take your lime and you put it there. God, that looks great. Wow. You know, when I went to Chris's uh, home this summer on the island, he hired his neighbor's kids to row me to the island. (laughs) Right. It's like you're going to... Um, Hogwarts, Hogwarts, what is it? We were just there this evening. You know, you can go to the academy. Yes, it's Hogwarts for booze, pills, and heavy meals at night. (laughs) Look at you with that drink in your pilot. (laughs) (laughs) It's really a look. Flight 48 to Nashville, now boarding. (laughs) No way. (laughs) I've actually never made... (laughs) Yeah, made these before. Oh, no. So I, I will say the emergency is like a tingly sensation. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say that doesn't sound like a good addition, but is it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It, it is. is. Right it now, is. if we were in the '60s and my name was Cora, but my friends call me Cookie, and I had a private, you know, a, a, we're gonna have a two tickets jet. on the Concorde. Uh, you oh, would Concorde. be. Uh, we're gonna fly Concorde. You would be my my pilot and Jen, you would yeah. be my wife and clay. You would be our child. Yeah. Oh. Ah! I'd be your, I don't know why my baby. your rich wife that gets <laughs> murdered in the back of the plane. Yes. Oh. She gets murdered. Gets murdered. And you could be a baby. You're an adult baby. That's ah! what you are. Ah. And I say, damn it, clay. You're not a baby. You're an adult. You were saying you were a pig earlier. There's a, my son has a toy. That's like a farm toy. And it says a whole bunch of different things when you push this button. But one of the things it says is, don't worry, Piggy, I'll clean you up. <laughs> and every I time I'm like, does. <laughs> that's my grinder handle. Piggy. Don't worry, Piggy, I'll clean we, you up. Exactly. Kevin and I, Kevin and I were in Jamaica a couple years ago and we picked up these dolls that we have some crazy friends that like weird stuff. So we got these dolls and there's a, a, a little button on the back of this doll that, that makes sounds. And there's a little tag. It's like, press, press the button on my back and uh, listen to the sounds I have learned. That's what it says. And so we did. And it was like, ah, ah, ah. and then it was another one like, <laughs> and then the last one was kill it, kill it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And they were like, wait a minute. Did that just say kill it, kill it? And so we went back because it's a sequence of you have to press the button. So it's like, kill it, kill it. Well, it's like those, you know, those sound machines that are supposed to calm you down. I'm obsessed with the one that have the motion, but also like they have heartbeat. It's not, doesn't calm me down. It's like there's someone in the room. It's not, not good. Uh-huh. They also have ones of like monks chanting, but it sounds like Satan music where it's like, <laughs> Omina Domine Christus, Aminos Hortus. And it's like, I'm not sleeping to that. <laughs> love it. You know what I love? Yeah. I think the, the four of us should become, you know, romantically involved. Okay. Listen, I we already were, Josh. I don't know because you have a we fucking husband, moments, you have a fucking husband, <laughs> and you have a fucking husband and a child. <laughs> and I've got two cats. And like, listen, this uh this might be awkward and seem like I'm harassing, but I've got money. And I want to spend it on you, and I have I have got things to live for. I'm not gay, I'm not a homosexual. But as I told you, my wife is under quarantine at Madame Tussauds, and I'm lonely, and I've got money to spend. God damn it. Oh. What say you three? What about what Linda on Staten Island? Is she not available? No, they took away the filter, but Tina's still around. Tina, I need to make right. some, yeah, Tina needs to make some more videos. 
I think Tina's a virus <laughs> denier, though. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Come over. Yeah. yeah. Hi, bacon. Bacon, look what's that? Hi, hi, hi. Right there. Hi. <laughs> he doesn't get the he doesn't get the, the screen. He doesn't understand the screen. Yeah, you neither know. does my bacon. cat. Bacon. He can't hear you. I got headphones in. Oh. So Clay. Yeah, you taste like quarantini. Josh. Clay, where were you when you found out that you booked the company revival? <gasps> hi, oh. kitty. Nelson. Hi. Oh. Nelson. Um, I was in a Barnes and Noble. Where? Buying kids' books. Upstate. Oh, near wow. where, where our house is. And I was playing with my son uh, in the kids' book section when I got the phone call. Wow. Yeah. What was you that You messaged like? me. I remember, Clay, you messaged me <laughs> uh -huh. hearing a rumor that I was doing it as well. And yeah. I said, I'll never tell. Uh -huh. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you were very good about the secret. No, the cool Chris, thing I remember like when you came to prom and, and I found out and I just wanted to, I think I may have even cried. I told you backstage at the top of two is what I did to all three, uh, three of you. Yeah, all three of you. Remember the backstage at the top yeah. of two? Yeah. And I told all three of you and I said, hey guys, that's cool. I got company. And you all went, oh my God. Because <laughs> we, were we couldn't set. scream. We couldn't, we couldn't scream, although we did scream a lot. And that really messed up the tempo of the next scene. I hope you remember that. That really screwed up the comedy of that scene. Is he changing costume? Is Clay um, changing costume? Oh! How cute. This Jen, is my other baby. Where were you name? when you found Our out name. that you got it? I was here at home, and I... Uh, I, I guess because I'm a teacher's daughter, I took the keep it to yourself extremely seriously. And I had I had found out about it even before we did the Broadway flea market. And I saw Christopher there and I had no idea that he had an offer and I didn't speak about it. And I no one at my show knew I I was I was under I was asked not to say anything and I didn't. So I honestly until it was announced, no one knew and then of course, this fool and I started texting one another. <laughs> well, it was the day, the day that actually the, the press release came out of the entire oh. cast. And um, uh, Kevin, my husband and I had said, uh, because I was cast early on, like late June. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I, you know, Kevin asked me who, who would be your favorite Sarah, who'd be the, and I said, Jen Samar. <gasps> that was my first choice. Absolutely. Aww. And then when it came out that because Jen didn't say anything to me and I didn't say anything to her. And then the, the day it came out on all the playbills and all the, yeah. the Broadway world and the Broadway.com, um, uh, we took each other so fast because we saw it at the same time yeah. and our texts crashed into each other. And we're like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. Yeah. And then he and, told me that story. I didn't know that story. I got cast in September. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah. And I didn't, and then I guess it came out in late October, maybe. I don't know. Did you and I met, together I met, in the auditions? No, no, no. It was a no. It was huh. a very easy, very kind. Marianne Elliott, our director, it was the nicest uh, audition, yeah. most comfortable room I think I've ever been in. She is so lovely. She's so kind. She's so generous. She just wants you to be you and not anything else. She doesn't push you to do anything. It's so <laughs> great. And it, are you hiding, Eric? <laughs> Eric, <laughs> come hi, over hi. and say hi. Eric, come say hi. They say Eric, unless Eric, he doesn't say want hi. to. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, you love. I'm fine. How are you? I'm so amazing. This is so fun. Good. Uh, we. I just love you. Uh, you're doing well. How's your kiddo? Well, I asked Clay, but how is he? From your perspective. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> Tonight, they, uh, he was playing violin and Bo sat on his lap and looked at him and I just cried. Oh, wow. Wow. This whole thing is such a nightmare, but that was so sweet. Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah, Clay would have been in some dumb Broadway show, but instead. No, no. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see you when this is all over and babysit and uh, see the next fucking incredible play that you direct. Cause Eric, my friends at home, is one of the best directors on the planet. On the whole 
Yes, he makes incredible art, and he's an incredible person married to an incredible person raising an incredible person. (laughs) And that gets me through times of love and cholera, which is what I'm calling this. Um, You're so cute. Oh, do you want to hook up? <laughs> Come on, I'll pay you so Wait, much. I was work. gonna say on the lines of company and casting, I don't know if even you guys know this, but the final callback for the three boyfriends, um, there were about 12 guys in like the final rounds of callbacks. And we had starting at 10 a.m., we had a two-hour movement call, and then we had four hours of singing in every possible combination of three and reading. And I've never had an experience like it because all 12 of us guys who are all relatively in the same castability, like we're usually never in shows with each other because we're all up for the same part. And there's usually only like one of us in the show or, you know, and so we were all in this room together, hanging out for hours and hours and just talking. It was very chorus liney, you know, like, everyone ended up telling stories about themselves and stories about this audition and what it would mean to them. And, and at the end of it, all of us sort of, there, there were a lot of like, Hey, if you hear anything, just let me know, you know, you don't even have to tell me what or who just say like, Hey, you know, Hey, I got it. Or Hey, I didn't so that we can all move on with our lives. I don't think we actually did that. I don't think anybody yeah. actually did that, but it was very moving. Like it was a very sweet moment. Oh my God. <laughs> Here's one of those guys that was up for it against uh-huh. you. I know. There was a time we were... back in the day. You know, I was one of those guys at the equity lounge back when the equity lounge was the equity lounge. Was the lounge. Right. That's right. Well, you know, we would hang out all day <laughs> talking about the shows of the 50s and the 60s. Mm-hmm. And uh, excuse me if I drizzle a little bit. It's okay. Uh, I, would always, I would always go up to the young men just about to go into the auditions and ask them. I know they're nervous and everything. But I tried to calm them down by saying, hey, what you singing? You're going to get the job. Yeah, I would do that every single time. Some of the people I, uh, I bothered were Christopher Sieber. Oh. And then there he is. Look at him go. Yeah. Yeah. So I had something to do with it. Yeah, and I and I believe you also did a regional Little Women with Jen Samard. It was very awkward because it was an all male production. That no, would be but, awkward. But I've always wanted to work with Sylvester Stallone, and this was, <laughs> this was my opportunity. No, I look and good, I don't I? I love Sly. He, I love you. Thank you, darling. Nice to see you again. Nice you have, the cataracts are okay. No, not at all. That's why I'm in these places. I well, I know, but. It's good to see you again. <laughs> you, Sylvester Stallone, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, bye. <laughs> there are so many characters I've done with this. Like Saul Rabinowitz. Oh, yeah. Agent to the stars of the 40s and 50s. <laughs> Did you? Now I cast a young Dick Cheney in a little show called <laughs> Two on a Spoon. <laughs> That's not my buggy, which was at the Schubert with a Fred McMurray, very Um, young. A very young Fred McMurray. When I was doing Whoopi Charlie Whoopi at the Kerr in Connecticut before it came in, it never came in. That's not my mustache. That's another hit. Who else do you look like? You look a little weak, but they loved it. The Queen of Mean, who was that? Leona Helmsley, little Leona Helmsley. Oh, up. yeah. Listen, uh-huh. listen I, I own a lot of properties, but I'm not going to pay taxes. Screw <laughs> <laughs> my face. <laughs> I, uh, Chris can attest, I, I come up with these like character alter egos, but <laughs> nobody, it's like Chris is the only person that ever made me like actually not do one bit to him. Oh, here comes Elizabeth. Um, Here comes Emma. Queen Elizabeth, very early on. I didn't know I was going to be queen, but I knew I was in line for it. But did you know that you were going to be Emma on the prom tour? I did, and I turned it down because of my duties. Quarantine. (laughs) Quarantine, the musical. (laughs) Oh, God. 
Oh God. <laughs> I, I right, have made it a rule. Me. Here I am. Oh, here I am. Here oh, I am. Spirit has given us Chris back. Oh, There's that handsome devil. That's oh, what my, my friends God. call it when I go into my characters. They're like, Spirit, can we talk to Josh again? There was one character that I actually told Josh, do not do that ever again. And um, it, it, it was so, it, it was gross. It was It was just like, darling, really, my sweet darling, I love you, darling. Kiss no, 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 like, darling, hey, you fool. Hey, babe. Oh, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. I love you, babe. Hey, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Middle, medieval times, the restaurant? No. Oh, dinner show? No, like okay. actual medieval times, but he has no okay. limbs. And his father always finds him a serf to be his new teddy. And so. Teddy toy? Just his new teddy. And he goes, hello, bastard. <laughs> father told me you were a bastard. Have you ever answered me, bastard? Have you ever seen a boy without limbs before? And then he goes to the ground and rolls. He goes, <laughs> he goes, Father says, I'm the fastest roller in the world, bastard. <laughs> so you're my new teddy, bastard. Anyway, so that's the new character. And then, Chris, you've met Cora. Like, my name's Cora, but my friends call me Cookie. And then Brooks yeah. Ashmanskis is Bunny, and they live in the Edison Hotel except Bunny is in hospice um, with cancer. But at some point in the evening, because this will be like an evening show, um, Cora has to do a self-tape, an emergency self-tape for Life Alert. Um, every senior citizen needs Life Alert. But the only person to help her with the self-tape is Bunny, who, you know, is on hospice and dying. But um, Cora is rich because Cora invented a new version of the GPS where you can have the voice be a lost loved one. So whenever she wants to hear her dead husband, she'll like set in directions for someplace far away. It would be like, turn right on Locust Street to be like, oh, Irving, darling, I miss you I so much. I love you. Much. Thank you so much. <laughs> I miss you so much, Irving, darling. <laughs> so, I'm driving too fast, darling. So deep. So many layers. I guess. Jen, do you have any silly characters that you do? Are uh, you one of those? Oh, I got in my youth. But now that I'm an old lady. Now that you're yeah. a serious actress. Now, now I just, you've worked on both coasts. I've worked on. I've worked in every dinner theater from here to Alaska. And uh, let me, but I no. I need a script. I don't. I don't do improv anymore. It's too exhausting. <laughs> I used to, and now I'm like, no, I'm tired. Yes, and give me the words. I'll I know. Do. I'm on an improv watching Jen, team. Watch, watching, Go ahead, Chrissy. Watching, Jen, watching watching Jennifer work uh, is hilarious. We're we're kind of the opposite. She. She is so structured as far as like, how can I find the deepest, greatest, most comical, amazing thing? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's see what happens. But she's always right. Jen. And I should use your discipline because Jennifer is so fucking funny. And all I have to do is just like watch her. And um, it's it's an honor to be working with her again. And I love you, darling. I love, I love you. I love you. you. Love it's you. an honor. To, right back at you, mister. Well. We're but uh, it's really yeah. hilarious that we're we're a great comic team, but also yeah. the way the way we work is completely opposite, actually. But it oh, we yeah. work we work together. But we work well together. But I think opposites do attract for a reason. Well, you know, like and we we, we, we also the same. That might be that might be too much. Like we were. Yeah, but, but we we yeah. also check in and we talk about everything. And we we talked about our parts. Um, way yeah. before we even started rehearsals yeah and we got together we took a jujitsu class together yeah and but we also talked together what do we want out of sarah and harry what do we want yeah. to be who do we want these people to be and we talked about all that so marianne elliott our director she was just so like oh my god i don't have to do much at all which was terrific which is great you know but that's the way we work together because she and i prepare so much 
for, yeah. for you know, the part. So. Well, yeah, you're but, also both brilliant artists and you're great at what you do. And uh, Clay, what has it been like working with Kat, Rena Lank, uh, good dear friend, Kat, Rena Lank? Um, like, well, what has I that was, been like? <clears throat> I was nervous. You know, we have we have kind of sexy scenes, and that's always nerve wracking when you start kind working of. with somebody. Yeah, we have very sexy, touchy, naked times, and it's nerve wracking when you start working with somebody. And I was so I was very nervous about it. I was, my husband and I were flying back from visiting my family in Utah. We got on a plane and I walked down the aisle of the plane and I was like, that's Katrina Lake. Stop it. Yeah, I'm serious. And I'd never met her before. I knew who she was. And I knew I was like that I was playing Andy, the flight attendant. And the first time I met her was on a plane. <gasps> what? Right after Christmas. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. When we were flying, she was coming back to do the like, New Year's Eve <clears throat> big show that she did. And so I saw her on the plane, but I was with my son and, you know, and so we got off the plane and then at baggage claim, I came up to her and I was like, Hey, we're about to do company together. And of course she was like lovely and wonderful. She's and, the best. She's and the best. You know, crazy that we met on a plane. From the outside in, it's so clear what great chemistry you have on and off stage. Like she truly loves you and you guys oh. are so, so sweet. So She's fun. wonderful. So I love that I we both um you know I I love working with somebody on stage that you can surprise and like you can relish in surprising them because you know that they will be great with it and like pick it up and throw it back at you in a fun way and she is absolutely that. Um and it's so fun to be silly silly on stage with her for that reason. Now before we wind, wind up things, um, God, I can't wait to see your show. Um, what was the one show that you remember? It could be like your high school performance or the show that you remember like sort of acting out in your childhood bedroom to the cast <laughs> recording. What yeah. was it that you remember? Uh, you, you want me to go? Sure. There were so many. Yeah, sure. me Can too. Can I more than one? Or yeah. No? My brothers, I, well, first of all, the Godspell album, you know, like all for the best. Well, we didn't have a lot of, you know, props or, you know, but it's like, you know, that scene where it's like, when, when you feel set, yes. we would make that with newspapers. Um, so that's one thing we would do. But um, I know Christopher knows this, Into the Woods. I used to, oh, I used to try to do the Witch's Lament in my basement wow. over and over again. It was the first Broadway musical I ever saw. And so... Wow. Now to know Miss Peters is such such a explosion of my mind. So. Your witch or Baker's wife? I, I, I love both of them and I would try to do both and I couldn't decide. And it'd be like I, I I equally love both. I know. Yeah. Well, mm. we'll see. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day indeed. Maybe. Oh, I would say into the woods too. My my mom recorded the broadcast off of PBS for me and my brother when we were little, but she didn't catch it on time. So she missed like the first 10 minutes of it. And so I grew up knowing that like I'd missed maybe a minute of the show or something, but it caught the end of the opening number, but it was just the end of the opening number. And so I grew up, I mean, I watched it. I could do it backwards and forwards. I knew the whole thing. Yeah. And then when finally I saw the show for the first time, I was like, what? Yeah. More? yeah. <laughs> it was like I was, fan fiction. It blew my mind. Yeah. I was obsessed with it too, except I thought that it ended at act one. Like I would watch it and be like, oh, what a great <laughs> musical. And then one day, like, I guess I let the tape keep going. And then I was like, everyone's dead. Um, Chris, what about you? I had, uh, my parents had uh, the cast recording to uh, My Fair Lady and the movie version of uh, Fiddler on the Roof with Topol. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was obsessed with the song Matchmaker, Matchmaker, Make Me a Match. And I had no idea what that meant, but I assumed that it was somebody sitting there making a match, dipping it in some sort of sulfur 
or something like that. And they were so <laughs> excited about that, but I didn't care because they were so excited about making matches. Yeah. And I was like, I want to make matches too. I'm going to make matches. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I would dance around and, and put little, I would like do that. I would like matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine, catch me a catch me a, Yeah. And that's when you burned down the home. That's when I burned down the forest, actually. Aww. Aww. I remember, you're reminding me in Godspell, I used to go around as Sonia with a scarf doing a striptease. Like, you know, at three. <laughs> it was so, it was so over-sexualized. Turn back. Oh, <laughs> My brother and I used to do Gotta Get a Gimmick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In a Mormon home? Yeah, my, I have a Why not? I have, <laughs> and so we were both like, hey, girl, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. God, I get you. Um, I love the three of you so much. Thank you for always inspiring you, me and inspiring oh. others. And oh. I cannot fucking wait to be the first person to walk into your theater and cheer you the fuck on because you are the first show that I'm seeing and I know so many people at home right now feel the same way Um, because I know things right now are weird and scary for all of us and um, but things will come back we're going to be okay. We're going to yeah. be okay. Everyone just take care of yourselves. Social distance, please. Stay at home. Wash your hands. Wear the mask. Wear the gloves. Like I said earlier in this, stay away. If you These people don't pay attention in the grocery stores. You know, Stay away from me. Yeah. Pay attention also, to that, you know? if you are at home one day and you feel sad and you don't want to work out or you don't want to write or you don't want to do something... Guess what? You're nailing it. If you wake up one day and you want to write an opera, you're nailing it. If you wake up and you want to work out, you're nailing it. If you wake up and you want to cry in the kitchen, you're nailing it. You are so loved. You are so special. This is all temporary and it sucks. But Make it's your bed. Temporary. And thank and, you for doing um, this. And, and thank you, Alan. Thank you for donating to the Actors Fund, everyone. And thank yes. you for supporting us because we're going to need theater. We're going to need it more than ever after this. And so we're all so excited. And I know everyone at company is so excited for the future. And and despite how hard this is and it feels like this every day, everyone that I know has hope. And that's what we have to hang on to. Hey. I love you all so much. Your show is my hope. Your show is the light at the end of my tunnel. And I I listened uh, to all the, I have like every version of the show on my, in my iTunes. And um, I can't wait to see the three of you in this new, incredible, important, beautiful production that my baby Liam Steele put you all through. (laughs) We love you, Liam. Uh-huh. I love you all. Thank God, you so much you. for tuning. Oh God, I fucking love you guys. Thank you all so yeah. much for tuning you, in Joshy. to Josh Swallows Broadway. See you Saturday night for the Indoor Boys special. It's going to be me, Alex Wise, Wes Taylor, Carolee Carmelo, and Vienne Cox. Yeah, and we are going to be insane and very naughty. So see you Saturday night at 9 p.m., my fucking swallowers. I love you guys. Visit, visit us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. If you can, if not, that's okay. All of this shit is free. Take care of you. I love you guys. See you next time. Josh Swallows Broadway is produced by Alan Seals, Dory Berenstein, and myself, Josh Lehman, with associate producer Elizabeth Wheelis. And special thanks to our Patreon producers, David Rimmer and Josh Harris. You can join them. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Josh Swallows Broadway. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I read them. This is how I continue living. Help me live. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for keeping Broadway alive and swallow you soon.
Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 